Welcome to episode 68 of the Transformer to Inglés Profesional podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Smith. Today, I will be talking with Alistair, an amazing coach from my team, all about the hidden meaning behind the brand Pull and Bear, an explanation of the expression to bear something in mind, the meaning of bare feet a bear mountain and a bear cupboard, and a strange conversation about bear bears. This podcast helps you push your business English communication skills to the next level so that you can grow professionally and achieve your international career goals. So without further ado, let's get straight into it. Enjoy! Hi everyone, today we're going to be talking about one particular word and the word is bear. Now you might know the word or you might not know the word. It's a bit of a, let's say, unusual word, but it's an interesting word to discuss and discover, I think, for a lot of our listeners. And our inspiration for this particular word was actually a session that Alistair had with one of his clients. So as usual, Alistair is here with me. Hi, Alistair. Hi, Daniel. How are you? I'm fine. I'm fine. Yes. So maybe you could tell us, Alistair, a little bit about the context of what you were talking about with this particular client and, and how the whole issue of this word in particular, bear, came to, came to the forefront, let's say. Yeah, well, they asked me, their daughter had asked them, him in this case, to be precise, what does pull and bear mean, which is mm -hmm. a shop in Spain. So I don't know if it exists in Latin America or other countries. I think it's a UK, but I don't know where it comes from. It's in English anyway. I'm not sure. Yes, where it it's written in from. English. It's but written I, in I, English. It might be a yes, Spanish company, but they use it could be. English. It could be. It could be. You, you never know with these things. I think yeah, it is. It's actually. trendy or fashionable to yeah. have English names, even if they're not English. Mm. And it's got a very strange name for a shop, which is pull. P-U-L-L, -L, pull and bear. Mm. Bear spelt, and this is important, actually, we'll come to this later, B-E-A-R. Mm. So he said, his daughter had said, Daddy, what's pull and bear mm. mean? What does it translate at? And so I said, so my, I said, yeah, well, I've always thought it's a very strange name for a shop because it means pull is like tira. So tira and bear is oso, an mm. animal. Yeah. So tira y oso. And he mm. was like, oh, very strange name for a shop. I said, yeah, exactly. I've always thought that as well. And then, <laughs> To be honest, yeah, I've thought the same. I have to say, I mean, this is the first time that we're discussing this. Mm. And really, the whole idea of the fact that we're thinking of an other way of kind of mentally visualizing this particular brand is kind of the first time that I've done this. Because whenever I've thought of that shop, I have yeah. literally thought of it. You walk of past Oscar, the shop right? or buy, you see people walking around with their bags. No, pull them there. Mm. So I always thought it was pull and bear, a bear, mm. an animal Yeah, that you would uh, a scary animal possibly so yeah. but then in that moment some i don't know a, a light bulb went off in my head or mm. i don't know i saw the light and i suddenly went wait a moment actually this is interesting because the word bear b-e-a-r has other meanings yes so i thought well let's think of another meaning that might make more sense than a bear an animal i said yeah. oh well actually bear also means like aguantar or soporta mm. Yeah. 
So to to stand or to put up with something. Mm. So you've got a phrasal verb put up with, aguantar, mm-hmm. and you've got stand, which you can use to mean soportar. So I thought, mm-hmm. ah, maybe it's tira y aguanta. Mm-hmm. I said, ah, that actually makes sense. Okay, it doesn't make much sense as the name of a shop. Mm. So it's still ridiculous, but it makes a bit more sense than tira y oso, no? That's so true. I thought, so I suddenly imagined this image came into my head. Oh, well, imagine you're having a playing tug of war. Now, yeah. I don't know what that is in Spanish. We need to explain that probably, what that yeah, is. Right? Yeah, tug of war is a, a game, competition, two teams, and you usually have to be quite strong people. And you have mm. a rope, cuerda, and you have a line. You draw a line on the on the floor, and each team holds, sujeta, no, onto their side of the rope together, and each of you, tira, you pull right. as hard as you can. And the objective yeah. of the game to win is to pull the other team across into your half, so across That's the right. line. Yeah. I can't remember if you have to pull the whole team or just maybe just one of them, the first person. I think I that maybe, remember. yeah. The funny thing with that game is that once one person goes across the line, every, the others Everyone give up. Just, yeah, they just yes. stop and then they all collapse <laughs> on the floor. Is, That's right. So That's I think right. I have played this vaguely when I was a Boy Scout or I don't know, at school yeah, or something. It's, it's a, yeah, it's a scouts. We used thing, to do it quite a lot in scout camp and things yeah. like that. So it's a, yeah. it's a test of your strength, no? Yeah, absolutely. You've got to yeah. pull as hard as you can and try to pull the other team across the line. So that would be pull and and bear. You're you're bearing the the weight, the force of the other team. No, that's pulling. Yeah. So, you know, sometimes you're not moving really. You're just aguantando, you know, you're trying not to be pulled across the line, but you're not necessarily pulling them any further forward. So you get a bit of a, you know, and then finally at some point, you know, one team tends to be stronger and you win. No, it can take ages. It's very tiring. Anyway, yeah. so, so that image yeah. of a that's... tug of war with Tira y Aguanta, Paul and Bear went, ah, okay, I think that's the idea. Obviously, we have no idea. The person who came up with this name, the creator, whoever that was, the person who created the business or maybe some, I don't know, advertising agency, or we've no idea what they're, what they were thinking of. We don't know what that's their true. intention was. So I that's don't know. True. Maybe it is also. Maybe it's just it some might be. surreal might, name. <laughs> you might go into the shop next week, Alistair, and actually see and a logo of a bear. You might. Ah, yeah, I've never actually oh, looked for actually. a logo. Maybe it is a bear. You go, oh, it is actually, a bear. Okay. It is a bear after all. <laughs> yeah, so we don't know. Anyway, you know. We have no we idea what know. the shop is trying to say in its That's title. Right. So, in yeah. fact, you can interpret it in two ways. Tira yoso, which is a bit surreal, yes. or Tira yeah. that makes a little bit more sense. But it does. not it does really is the sense. title let's, of the show. Let's, let's be honest. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so that Good. started this whole thing of like, ah, oh, bear. And then there are other meanings. So, you know, I ended up sort of doing this coaching session just on one from one word, bear, turned into an <laughs> hour <laughs> class. <laughs> which is impressive. It's impressive. Yeah. So let's let's keep on going with that same spelling because otherwise our listeners might get confused. So we'll keep yes. on going with the B-E-A-R, just as the, the shop is sort of named. Because we can actually use that you can as you said you can't bear something so like we can't bear something or someone what does that mean alistair because we can it can like you can aguantar supportar right so that's exactly like right weight, it, like a physical yes. force or weight yeah that's right exactly exactly but absolutely. then there's this other sense that you just mentioned no someone yes. or something in the sense of not not an object but a, a situation exactly and obviously in spanish you can also well you can use those other words we said to put up with to 
stand or not yeah. stand, or not stand a person stand or something. a situation. Yeah. And in Spanish, the same, no? Soportar o aguantar a, a alguien or a algo. Algo yeah. como una situación. So, and so in English, you can also use bear with that same meaning. Yeah. So if you say, I can't bear my job or I can't bear this person, my boss, you can't stand your boss, you can't mm -hmm. put up with him or her or a situation at work that you're not... Ha so something you don't like, you're not happy about, or someone is very irritating, very annoying, yeah. uh, who you don't like in your job or in any situation in life, you can use those three expressions. You can't put up with it or them. You can't stand it or them. Them meaning a person or people. Yeah. Or you can't bear it. You can't bear Absolutely. them. Yeah, uh, yeah. Maybe bear to me of the three. I mean, they all have exactly the same meaning. To me, my sensation is that not put up, the, the least strong, if you like, is the put up with. Mm -hmm. Then you say, I can't stand someone or something is That's sounds stronger strong. to me. That sounds strong. That you yeah. really, really don't like something yeah, or someone. Yeah. And maybe bear is perhaps even a little bit higher. <laughs> yes. You know, like 11 on the, <laughs> from a famous <laughs> film. That, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. yeah, although basically all mean the same thing, but do, my, yeah. I don't know what you feel about that, Daniel. I think it's maybe just a very subjective thing, but you say, I can't bear. It's the way you say it as well. The tone of voice you use also Absolutely. indicates the degree that you really, really don't like someone or something. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm. Exactly. Exactly. Mm. So, yeah. So that's, that's a useful one. It's kind of another meaning of bear that it's not always just something to bear, you know, it's not, as we were saying, you know, it's not just a certain physically. weight. Mm. It's actually something, it can be somebody or a situation of some kind, right? So that's- Or that's a kind of food. Point. I'm just thinking like food, well, the same with, you know, no soporto or- Yeah. I can't, I can't stand, I don't, is there any kind of food you can't bear? you really I'm really quite, cannot eat i'm not i really not, dislike I'm, yeah i'm not really a very fussy eater that's kind of a good oh, expression as well you know, like i'm not a fussy eater i basically can eat most things you know yeah. so there's maybe a few things that i wouldn't like like it's true that for example oreja or things oh, like that yes, i find I a little bear. bit difficult bit too bit too chewy with, for me with, to be honest yeah. well me is just the idea of it right so i do eating an ear and especially when you can see the little hairs on the ear <laughs> <laughs> that I find that dis yeah so some kind of food you find disgusting or the idea of it mm. ah also morcilla or in English is blood pudding or black mm, pudding yes which yes. isn't a pudding but for some reason we call it pudding yeah so the idea of eating congealed blood mm. like a vampire yeah um, to me is disgusting so I can't, uh, you're not you can't bear that you, I can't bear black sausage or black uh -huh. pudding or morcilla and That's I can't bear orejas so there's yeah. two things just it's sort of the idea of it yeah i can't I actually, even look at it almost it's like Ugh. i i quite actually like morthea i actually write no I, lots I like of people it. absolutely love it yeah, yeah absolutely i just do the like idea that. of eating blood is just like it's kind of interesting because black pudding as well which is the mm. equivalent in the uk right mm. uh, is is that quite popular in your from in liverpool is it is that is that or not so much it, because certainly i think it was is more popular in the northern areas than i think the not southern these areas. days i think traditionally it was quite a working class mm. kind of food or maybe it was a cheap source of protein in its time so yeah. it was very much i think associated with sort of you know workers and my, well people north of england's more industrialized historically at least yeah so more you know obreros industrial so people yeah. in the north 
and your image of sort of factory workers or people working in know, steel works and shipping and this kind of heavy industries, yeah. that association with certain kinds of food. Yeah, like absolutely. Tri tripe. Mm. Which in Spain is tripas, but it's got a name, no? In, yeah, it does have a name. I can't a speciality the dish in yeah. Madrid is very popular. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I can't... It'll come to me in a second. The name. Yeah, maybe me too as well. Yeah. Uh, now, in some places, that could be considered like a delicacy, mm -hmm. but in England, historically at least, it was like a sort maybe because it was like a cheap the bits of the animal that nobody wants. It was like mm. the you tiras you throw away. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So poorer people, working people, or non-working people who didn't have a lot of money. Maybe that was the, you know, the bits of the animal they could afford. And maybe in the black pudding, the blood was like that. I don't really know. I'm just, you know, thinking out yeah, loud. Maybe. Yeah. So it's true that it used to be a food that was associated with working class people in the north of England. But Absolutely. I think now the, that sort of. Yeah. It's kind of sort of universal. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Either it's yeah. just disappeared for everyone or it's not necessarily a north south thing anymore no yeah it's probably become a delicacy so it's really weird what happens with food and this mm. happens in spain as well with every a food that in one moment in time because it's probably cheap and it's seen as you know not the good cut of the meat or yeah. the good and it's the thing that maybe if nobody wants it they just throw it away and people with not much money would eat that because that's Absolutely. the only thing they could afford to buy yeah yeah and then fashion changes and things and then suddenly you've got you know michelin star restaurants charging you you know a fortune a hundred pounds to eat some some kind of food that was you know for poor people 70 years ago and sure. now it's become a delicacy you know mm. so, yeah yeah you know, it's strange I mean, how that can happen no? absolutely sure. i mean a good example of that is tortilla de batata i suppose in many ways yeah. because there are some restaurants now that are absolutely you know oh, yeah, high yeah. high level restaurants and they serve yeah. a very specialized expensive type of tortilla de batata yeah. you know whatever but yeah it's yeah. kind of really interesting how those fashion food fashions yeah. kind of like come and, and it's go. incredible that things you know a person with money would never have considered eating in a certain moment we go oh that's for you know poor people suddenly they're paying a fortune for it in a michelin star restaurant because it's like oh this has become you know trendy or fashionable obviously um, the some some chef like a masterclass tv type chef is adding their little you know they're slightly changing it they say, oh it's not just a normal to do but it's i don't know yeah some something. special added ingredients absolutely what, absolutely yeah, yeah. That, which is an excuse to charge you a lot of money for it in yeah, my absolutely. opinion for something that is very basic but so anyway, we, we We've digress. We've gone off on a tangent. As we, you know. we digress, absolutely. Because there is actually another one, isn't there? There's another expression that is super important. It's something that we kind of touched on in the fluency community recently, mm -hmm. uh, which also uses that word, bear, right? Spelt the same, that. no? B -E spelt the same, spelt the same, yes. We'll get onto the different spellings later yeah. on. but And this is where you really can be applied to sort of a business context and something mm. that's very useful, especially in a sort of business meeting of some kind where you, you're kind of like taking somebody's point into account, right? And you are mm. bearing something in mind. So imagine somebody's like giving you a load of information and it's kind of information that's new and you feel that you need to say to them that you kind of understand what they're saying and you'll kind of get that information mm. and compile it, right? And you kind of say to them, yeah, I'll bear that in mind when I make my decision next week, you know. Yeah. So, um, I'll, so you know, really, what you're really telling really me might expression. be useful. Yeah. yeah. So it might influence my final decision. I'm mm. listening to what you're saying and some of what you're saying, your ideas, I might use them in some way in my final decision. It, it will have an effect or not. Yeah. But I'll certainly yeah. bear it in mind. 
So I'll yeah. take it into account. Is a yes. Tenen it's an alternative. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Each one of these kind of kind of type of expressions they mm. can have a slightly different meaning, but those two are quite similar. Take it into account and bear it in mind. Okay, yeah. both of them. You know, you can use them interchangeably in some in, in yeah. most ways. So it's very strange. So I imagine a Spanish speaker who has never come across this meaning of the word bear, mm. which many won't. If you see that written or you hear someone say it, no, bear in mind. Tienes un oso en tu mente. So it sounds mm. like you've got an animal, you know, a bear literally in your mind. Yeah. Say, no, 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 nothing yeah. to do with bears. No. But spelt the same, pronounced the same. So you say, yeah. you know, well, I'll bear that in mind. Nothing to do yeah. with the animal, obviously. Yeah. And that's kind of important as well, because you might like, maybe it's you who's giving the information to a native speaker and suddenly that native speaker says, oh yeah, I'll bear that in mind. And you kind of think, what are they talking about? You know, I've got no idea, you know. (laughs) What's a bear got to do with it? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And all of these things can kind of push you out of your comfort zone because suddenly Mm. you you think, I've got no idea what they've just said. And Mm. it certainly doesn't seem to have any connection to what I was trying to translate. (laughs) I wasn't talking about bears or ossos or anything. Or even the shop pulling bear. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Mm. (laughs) Good, really good. So there you go. I think that's the, the, the kind of thing that we wanted to express there is just how all of those can, you know, that one word can create a lot of confusion. It's kind of important to understand exactly, mm. you know, what what you, what you can use it for in that particular spelling. But now what we're going to do is we're going to actually change the spelling and kind of give a different point of view on this word, right? Because you can write the word, as we've said so far, B-E-A-R, right? But you can actually, Alistair, mm-hmm. also say, or also write this with exactly the same pronunciation. You can actually write it B-A-R-E. And it's yeah. a bear as bear. well. It's bear. The same. It's bear. So, so even um, more confusing. Here we have a different word with a different meaning, spelt differently, pronounced the same. Yeah. Exactly. And this can okay. quite often happen in English, in fact. Absolutely. Yeah. It can be yeah, very yeah. confusing for people, can, understandably. Yeah. yeah. And I and I think it's it's one of those one of the kind of qualities of English, really, isn't it? We've got quite a few words that maybe are written differently, pronounced the same, or written the same but pronounced differently. Differently. Uh, yeah. yeah. So that that can also happen in English. And that that's a confusing. And you don't really get that much in Spanish, right? No. Uh, but so yeah, but... these yeah, these confusions, yeah, we need to help our listeners sort of Yeah, and it's very different. Right? I mean, when I was having this coaching session with my client and we I started what we're talking about now, going to the different meanings of bear. And then of course I realized, oh, there is actually another spelling that has different meaning. But mm. then I realized that I wasn't 100% sure. And I'm an English teacher. So, mm. you know, this is not easy. Yeah. So I think a lot of native speakers, including myself, confuse which, which so you know, the me, I know all the meanings, but sometimes going, oh, but that meaning is the B-E-A-R or it's the B-A-R-E. So mm. it's like a spelling question. So yeah. you can't quite remember which is which, qual is qual, no? So, because mm. they're pronounced the same. So it's a question, yeah. you just have to remember that, you know, this meaning is the B-E-A-R, the ones we've obviously explained. And then we're going on to explain that the B-A-R-E is another one, but often I'm not quite sure. And in fact, in the session, I said, I'm not 100% sure, I need to check it. I actually had to look it up mm. just to check. And I was like, oh, okay, yeah, I was right. But I wasn't confident that I was right. <laughs> So yeah, in fact, if I, I was writing an email or a message with this word, yeah, I'd probably check it, ju- or maybe the spell checker. Well, no, because a spell checker doesn't know what you're trying to say. So they don't know which one. It, so it doesn't yeah. help you in that case. Yeah. So yeah, sometimes I actually check just to, just to be under, I'm not using the wrong one. 
I think this is an interesting point, mm. actually, that now that you've brought it mm. up, is this whole idea of spelling in English. And, uh, There's a nightmare. Um, it is, for, it is, for English uh, people. Even for English people. And, and, yeah. and that's, and some, you know, I've had situations where a Spanish speaker might ask me, you know, oh, how do you spell that? And I would say to them, well, I'm not 100% sure, yeah, you know, I and I need to check it. And they're kind of like, amazed what? and astounded so by the fact that teacher. you're an English teacher first of all you're a native speaker second you went to university and you, do, and you went got to university. a doctor you're a doctor no <laughs> you yes, did a postgrad I did I did a, a yeah a, doc, a doctorado yeah. yeah and so I kind of got all the qualifications but how can't why can't I spell this particular word right yeah. and it's kind of like a an interesting idea or interesting sort of paradox in a way, because, mm. you know, I have all of those qualifications yet. I don't know how to spell. Right. And, yeah. uh, and well, I think because that's it's what... memory. I mean, I try to explain to my client students, I'll say, you know, for English speakers, spelling is really difficult because it is well, because they it's think like... it's only difficult for them. And he said, no, mm. no, it's difficult for all, obviously even more for a non-native speaker, but yeah, say ki kids at school learning English were really suffer with, so I always say to people, it amazes them because in Spanish, what's difficult for Spanish people learning Spanish at school is mm. the grammar because it's yeah. very complex. And they get, yeah. you know, Spanish kids, well, your children, I'm sure sometimes in lengua, don't you think your Spanish, you should get a 10, no? And no, <laughs> they fail or get a five or a six. Say, but That's you right. speak Spanish. Yeah, but speaking yeah. Spanish is nothing to do with studying it academically and understanding it Absolutely, in a grammatical yeah. form. Now, English yeah. kids... The grammar in English is not that difficult. It's nothing compared to Spanish. So our English kids or English speaking kids, I should say, what mm. we really suffer with more than that is spelling. So I That's said, right. when I was at school, I don't know about you, Daniel, I went to a very traditional school. So mm. maybe things changed by the time you went to pri at school from the age of when you learn to read and write. So I don't know from the age of six or seven mm. until the age of, I don't know, 15 or 16, so like 10 years of school. Every single English class, I think the teacher would say, here's a list of 20 new words, homework, mm -hmm. memorize how to spell them tomorrow, spelling test. <laughs> and every word you spell incorrectly, you have to write a hundred times. Oh, really? Yeah. Which sounds like, you know, ancient, you know, prehistoric teaching methods, which it sure. was. But sure. really, that's the only way that you could learn to spell. And even then I have problems spelling. It's just, you just have to repeat it. Because of course, English is not, what's the word? It's phonetic. Very, yeah, it's not phonetic, exactly. So basically I mean, there's no yeah. relation between the sound and how that's a right. word is written. That's and right. this is the problem. So you've got no idea. All these words with double letters. I don't, one I always have problems with is like necessary. You say, okay. okay, is this two C's, two S's? One C, <laughs> yes. two S, two C's, one S? Because it sounds exactly the same. Yeah. When you say it, it doesn't make yeah. any difference. So you just have to know, you just have to memorize. That's and right. if you can't remember you, and you start having doubts, you, you have to write the word on a piece of paper. Look, sometimes that's it's what I do. Sight. That's what I do. You, I write, you write it, on a piece it you of look paper. at it you go, you think, and you go, okay, yeah, that's it. Uh, yeah, that looks okay. <laughs> so you've got sort of a visual memory of the word. <laughs> that's right. That's right. By, yeah. Anyways, well, I don't think I don't think although that you probably went mm. to primary school a little bit uh, a few years before I mm. did, I, I think that the methodology hadn't really changed and sort of spelling tests were still in, in, yeah, it was still pre in pretty fashionable at the time that I went yeah. to school. And even now, because my 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 kids kind of go to a sort of bilingual school and they because they do quite a lot in English, they also have these sort of spelling oh, yeah. competitions, you know, I used to teach um, kids yeah, I, who were at bilingual schools and had, you know, English homework in science and everything. And yeah, yeah. I remember that. The, very often while I'm helping them with is they had a list of, you know, 10 new words and they had to basically memorize them. 
to yeah. spell in a spelling test. So in fact, Spanish kids were doing what I used to do when I, when I was a kid. Yeah, uh, absolutely. But absolutely. in this case, it was my language and I had to do it. This is, you know, a Spanish person could find that straight. And often yeah. the client will say, oh yes, I've seen on TV, like in America, USA, mm. they have these uh, yes, spelling competitions, yeah. don't they? Where yeah, people yeah. win lots of money and it's on television. And they say, but it's stupid in Spanish. This would not be entertainment. It's too easy. <laughs> yes, that's right. <laughs> I think that's the point, isn't it? Mm. That's the point. Like when you say, I'm not sure how to spell this, it's kind of such a different si system to Spanish, right? Because Spanish, yeah. you kind of list, you hear a word, maybe you've never seen that word ever before. Yeah, and, and you, you know how, it. you pretty much Usually. spell it. So so the, comp the spelling competition would be, as you say, pretty boring. Whereas yeah. in English, it is entertaining because really, you know, if you really are good at spelling, that is a skill, you know? So yeah, it's a skill. Um, it's very impressive. Yeah. No, a good it spelling. Go, wow, I yeah. wish I could yeah. spell like you. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, so very so, educated, well-educated people like us with university degrees. We we don't spell perfect. I mean, there's people who spell better than others because they have better memory or whatever. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, I make spelling mistakes and, you know, I went to university and I'm an English teacher. This mm. is perfectly normal for, yeah. for, I, for, you know, native English speakers have problems That's with right. spelling. Everyone That's to right. a certain extent. Some mm. more, some less, but it's not easy. So, so yeah. after that little anecdote yeah, about spelling and about this whole word bear, because we're going to, as I said, spell it differently, right? Which mm -hmm. is B-A-R-E. Now, what does that actually mean then, Alistair? Bear. Well, bear. I mean, you've got kids and maybe you tell them off. There's a good phrase of word to, mm. is it Reganya? You tell mm. them off perhaps yeah. for running around the house, especially in bear. winter, in barefoot, barefoot yeah. or with, well, with bare feet or, or barefoot. Bare feet. Yes. Yeah. Or with bare yeah. feet. There's three ways. Barefoot is one word, I think, yeah. like an adjective. No, don't run around the house barefoot or mm -hmm. in bare feet mm -hmm. or barefoot. Well, you can, there's three ways you can use it with foot, feet or bare, barefoot as one mm -hmm. word. Mm -hmm. But what does that, so what does that mean? The kids running around the house barefoot. Mm. Basically, it means that they, if, if uh, it can, in this particular case, obviously relates to a, a part of your body. And when it's that part of your body is bare, it means it has no clothing on it, right? Yeah, it's not covered um, by anything. Yes. So here in here in Spain, you know, like there are lots of kind of houses that have sensitive wooden floors, and maybe you don't want your children running around barefoot because, well, it might damage the floor or, uh, or they feet. might get... Yeah, they might they might hurt their feet or whatever it might yeah. be, right? And so that is this other meaning. This other meaning, yeah. bear, means not covered. Like it can be related to your body, right? So you might have, I don't know, you might be related bear. to your arms, for example. Yeah, if you're wearing your a t-shirt, your bare yeah. arms. Yeah, um, absolutely. So any part of your body that is exposed, that is not covered by clothing, is bare. Mm. So obviously like women, Islamic women in, in Islamic countries, not all of them, but depends on the country, mm. usually have to cover their hair or their head. No, mm -hmm. So they can't go around bareheaded mm. no, with nothing on their hair. They have to cover it. So something uncovered part of your body is bare, mm. like descalzado, no bare feet. Yeah. So yeah, sometimes it's because it's cold, no, and the floor... So in, we were talking about this before we recorded. In England, most people tend to have carpets on the floor. Mm. So it's warm for your feet. So And also you don't want to make the carpet dirty. So people, lots of houses, people will take their shoes off when they enter the house. And you walk around either with your socks on 
So there your feet are not bare because you've still got socks. But if you're not wearing socks or shoes, then you're walking around the house in bare feet or mm. barefoot, mm -hmm. which is fine in England on a nice warm carpet. But in Spain, a ceramic floor or a wooden floor. Yeah, it's cold. It could be cold on your feet. Could be colder. Yeah, that's yeah. absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's that's yeah. yeah. It's it's a it's a good one. It's a good one as well to bear in mind. Ah, yes. <laughs> Is that bear in mind? Yeah, you should, you have to bear in mind the different spellings of bear, right? But and the different be, meanings. Yes, yeah. and the different meanings. But then it, we were talking about the fact that you can have bare feet, but you also a mountain can be bare, or you might even have a yeah. cupboard that is bare, right? As yeah, well. we started sort of. Yeah, the more you think about it, the more this topic just expands and expands mm. so you think oh yeah bear ah, oh, bare feet yeah mm. part of your body uncovered is bare a little bit my client that i was talking to said ah oh, like so naked desnudo mm. and i said well mm. yes and no obviously your foot if you're not got if it's just the skin is naked i suppose but we wouldn't tend to use that word in that context so naked generally we would say when all of your body so when you're completely bare Mm -hmm. you've got no clothes on at all mm -hmm. uh, you're naked desnudo yes. but when it's just a part of your body like your feet your arms your mm -hmm. leg if you're wearing short now is summer in spain it's hot mm -hmm. so you know people are going around in shorts so they've got bare legs mm -hmm. so you tend yeah. to use bare with a part of the body that is uncovered but when your whole body is uncovered you're wearing no clothes at all then you would say mm -hmm. naked you're wearing your birthday suit Right. Which we have mentioned before, I think. Yeah. Great <laughs> yeah. expression, no? In pelotas, as they say in Spain. Yeah. In Spain. Yeah. I don't know about it. That's in right. Other Spanish speaking countries. So, yeah, your yeah, birthday so suit is the, the, the suit or the traje, no? You were born with, That's which right. was nothing. So, therefore, yes. naked. It's a great expression, yes. no? That's naked. right. So, yeah. so if, if you're in your birthday suit, you are naked. That's right. So, you are completely bare. Hmm. So, you could use bare with that meaning, but you have to say sort of totally, completely. Yeah, because if you just say bear, I think a part of your body, not all of it. No? Mm, exactly, exactly. And then we just we did also mention the whole idea of a mountain and a cupboard, right? Oh, a yeah. So, so then yeah, we start saying, what else could be bear? Go, oh, yeah, there's an expression, isn't it? I don't know if it's from a poem or a song or something about he went to the cupboard and the cupboard was bare. It was bare, yes. It's like a mini right. expression or I don't know where it comes from. And he yeah. said, oh, the cupboard is bare. What, desnudo? Not covered in clothes? Obviously not. It's a cupboard, no, a Mario. Hmm. So there it means, what would it mean if you say, you know, the fridge, I open the fridge and the fridge, the fridge was, bare. was bare. Yeah, basically that it's empty, right? Yeah, it's that it's empty, completely empty. empty yeah. There's nothing there, no yeah. other. That's right. So and the mountain. Also be used for, and the mountain, so I don't know, there's no trees on the mountain, it's just rock. Hmm. And you say it's a bare mountain. Yes. So it's not desnudo exactly, no, it's just not covered by something else. Yes. Or empty, you could say vacío de árboles or... Yeah. or snow so if you go skiing to a ski resort and you're very unlucky and there's no snow the mountain is bare there's no snow that's right so it's be a bit unlucky there absolutely yeah yeah you'd yeah. be a bit unlucky but it does happen yeah. sometimes it does happen from time to time yeah it's the kind of yeah. the worst thing that you would possibly imagine go on a skiing holiday and see a bare mountain yeah right uh, and you, you could you, see a bear and maybe you see a bear on the bare mountain <laughs> That's kind of funny because we, towards the end of our preparation for this episode, we were kind of playing around with all sorts of different yeah. sentences, weren't we? And we were we were kind of talking even about sweets, right? And and mm. how, yeah. And one of the things that we we came up with was the whole idea of Haribo bears and whether we can bear them, right? So mm. I can't 
bear, Haribo bears, right? So that's kind of like a strange, you know, juego de palabras, right? Yeah. I can't bear them. I can't stand them. That's actually not true because actually I love them. You love actually, them, but, my, you know, my for favorite. a sentence. Yeah. yeah, so it's really straight because you've got these different meanings. You can. We were trying to get them all into one sentence. Mm. That sounds, you know, quite ridiculous, but it's possible. <laughs> I mean, it's correct. Yeah. But of course, you can use other words not to repeat. So if you didn't want to say, I can't bear Haribo bears, because mm. you don't want to say bear twice. You mm. just say, I can't stand, or I don't like, or I hate. Or, bears, there's yeah, various words. Right. But you could say, I can't bear, B-A-R. No, wait. Now I have to think, you see, I'm confused. <laughs> B-E-A-R. That's so the right. same spelling as the animal. I can't that's bear right, that's... Haribo bears. So in that sentence, it's the same word. It is the same, the same word, spelling. Yeah. So yeah. then we started thinking, could we come up with a sentence with the two different spellings with the two meanings? Yes, and we did, same didn't sentence. we? And we did. We came, yeah. up, we came up with one, which you Quite could silly. say, yeah, yeah well, it I, is a bit silly. But I, it's kind of... Well, I, I asked you, I said, Do you, can you bear bears? Uh, <laughs> that's right. No, that's can the same bear, spelling. Can you bear bear bears? Yeah, can you yeah bear, and I said, bear. well, I can't bear bear bears. <laughs> Meaning, <laughs> you have to think about these things. Yeah? Of course. You say, so I can't stand, I don't like yeah. the animal, the bear, when it is naked if you want to you know it's got no yeah. fur no, no fur, hair right. so you imagine this bear so a bear bear is an oso desnudo yeah. sin piel well sin yeah. piel sin pelos i suppose yeah so you say i can't bear bear bears mm -hmm. so it sounds ridiculous bear. but it's perfectly correct sentence <laughs> no? i don't yeah. like bears that have no fur have no that's hairs. right that would be the translation literally. yeah i find them a bit disgusting like oh can't look at them Ugh. yeah so i can't bear bear bears mm. Yeah, uh, and we started. Yeah, we just going. But so you could play with these words and come up yes. with sentences with the but, different but, meanings. But that's us just being a bit silly, to be being honest. a bit silly. But yeah, I think yeah. it's quite useful. It might <laughs> stick. This is a way that it might people might remember it. Absolutely, you know these, these if, types of things yeah. can, you can stick in the mind, this, right? Yeah, it will stick in the mind more if you remember. I can't bear bear bears. That's right. So no aguantas o no soportas los osos desnudos. Yeah. So you got to remember kind of that. So two of those bears are spelt the same. Yeah. The first one and, and the, the last one. Last one, but the yeah. middle one is spelt differently and That's different right. meaning. Well, they've all well three different meanings, two of the same spelling, one different spelling. Yeah. How crazy is English? I mean, sometimes I often have my clients say to me, "English is is crazy. You know, está loco. To your language is ridiculous." <laughs> I go, "Yeah, it is. You're right." But it gives me a lot of work as an English teacher trying to explain <laughs> yeah, those things. It's very good for us. If it was very simple, absolutely. maybe we'd be out of work. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Okay, Alistair, that was amazing. Thank you very much. Really great. Yeah, let's just quickly go over what we were, we were talking about. We obviously started with the whole idea of the brand pull and bear that is not tirar y oso, or so we think. We think is actually probably tirar y aguantar, or something mm. like that. And we kind of referenced the whole idea of a tug of war. And we also talked about the fact that you might not be able to bear something or someone in your office, for example. You might need to bear something in mind if you're in a meeting and taking out, sort of taking in information and need to write that down and make the, take that sort of into account when you're making a decision later on. You need to bear something in mind, right? Which is really useful expression. After that, we started talking about the different spelling of bear, 
which obviously kind of related to the whole whole idea of something being naked or at least some part of your body yeah, being partially naked. naked yes right. that's right a mountain can be bare and a cupboard can be bare also so and empty then, in that sense. yes yeah. yes absolutely and then of course we were playing around with those words and just yeah hopefully those silly that bit of silliness at the end will kind of stick in your mind and sort of say yes what do we mean? What exactly are we talking about when we talk about this word bear? Does it mean this? Is it spelled like this? Et cetera, et cetera. So yeah, but the, the one of the most important, at least in terms of business, is that whole expression to, to bear something in mind. Yeah, and, and to express like things you can't bear. That's work. right. So exactly. there can be all kinds of situations you don't like, you're not happy with, yeah. or people you know you have problems with. That yeah. you don't get on with good mm. phrasal verb we've mentioned yeah. before no yeah you yeah. are say bien or in this case you are say mal mm. so you, you know there could be people to say i can't bear this person or this yeah. and that could be a problem for you at work obviously you know, absolutely you to, absolutely you have to think yeah. about that do you want to continue in that job mm. if you really can't bear it mm. so you absolutely. hate your job no so yeah. so yeah it can also that could be useful in business context as absolutely. well. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. Okay, Alistair, thank you very much. Amazing oh, as usual, you. really entertaining. So I'll see you again next week, okay? Yeah, as always, a pleasure. All, All right, right. Speak cheers. Soon. See you then, bye-bye.